0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
1: Welcome to the Career Contessa podcast, a show that delivers helpful, actionable career tips and advice so that you can be more fulfilled, healthy, and successful at work. My name is Aliyah Kamalova, and today we're bringing you another installation in our How to Become series. Today we're diving into the role of an apartment locator, aka a real estate agent that specializes in rentals. Whether you know much about what an apartment locator does or have never heard of this role, I encourage you to continue listening. Not only did we learn that apartment locators can make a lot of money, and I mean a lot, but we also learned what it takes to become an apartment locator, what the job interview process is like, whether you need your real estate certification before getting hired, and the most critical skills to thrive in this role. Just a heads up, we created this episode in collaboration with Smart City Locating, so all of our apartment locator interviewees work at Smart City Locating. We go into a lot of specifics about working at Smart City, but I think you'll find that the advice is widely applicable to different types of brokerages. And now, this is the Career Contessa Podcast. (laughs) As I mentioned, apartment locators are real estate professionals that specialize in rentals. Noel Gao, a market leader in Chicago with Smart City Locating defined it like this.
2: Yeah, so an apartment locator is honestly what you would think of as a typical real estate agent realtor, except we focus exclusively on the rental market, right? So we are helping individuals who are not necessarily ready to step into the buying and selling market, um, but really just want to find an apartment or a condo um, to call home, whether it's you know six to twelve months or eighteen to twenty-four months. But basically, an apartment locator is just a fancier way of distinguishing us from a regular real estate agent so that we can help people in the rental market versus a buying and selling route.
1: Sarah Kavner, a licensed real estate agent at Smart City Locating in Austin, defined it in two ways.
3: So I'll give you two answers. I'll give you the business answer. So um, I am a licensed real estate agent, 1099. So that means independent contractor. So I work for a brokerage. Um, Scope of my current broker is apartment locating. So that's my business answer. My non-business answer is I'm a matchmaker. So I always tell my clients like, hey, I'm a matchmaker. You're going to be a great resident. You want a great property. I'm the matchmaker that makes it happen.
1: So what's a typical day in the life look like for an apartment locator? Paige Atkinson, a smart city real estate agent located in DFW, shared what her day looks like.
4: I typically will try to start around 8.39 in the morning and I start doing my follow-up. So texting clients who I haven't heard back from who have recently gone on tours, clients who are new, referrals, anything like that. And then in the middle of the day, I'll do all my searches. So getting the apartment list out to the clients who I've spoken with recently. I'll schedule my tours in the middle of the day as well. I usually will try to take a break, go to the gym, get up off the computer because it can be super, super difficult to sit on the computer for 12, 15 hours and in this job, you are working after hours because it's when people are off work. So sometimes people are texting me at 7 a.m. Sometimes they need something at 9 p.m. And I really do try to be as responsive as possible. Um, and then towards the end of the day, it's just responding to follow-ups. A lot of times I'm done by 2 p.m., which I absolutely love. But with that being said, like I mentioned a few minutes ago, there's a lot of times where I'm still working at 9 p.m., finishing up loosens, booking tours for people who are are making random trips here, whatever it may be.
1: One of the benefits of being an apartment locator is the flexibility that you have in your day-to-day schedule. However, being an apartment locator also means that your day-to-day can look different every single day. Here's Sarah.
3: So it can be so varied. So the cool thing about being an independent contractor is you get to set your own schedule. We have an office, it is open. Um, I go in occasionally. I also work really well from home. So I've been doing that a lot. Typical day for me is, I know my my day can be crazy with clients all over the place. So I need to have like my morning. So I'm an early riser. I get up, get my coffee, and I start looking at my schedule for the day, planning things out, sending emails. And then the cool thing is once I've got that set up, I have some me time. So I know I'm gonna do best when I get in my run. So then I'm like, cool, I can go get in my run and then I can start reaching out to clients once I'm done with that. Typical day is typically, so taking new clients, um, reaching out to them, having conversations, running searches for clients. So again, back to that matchmaker um, mentality is, you know, I'm taking my client, looking for their perfect new property, setting up tours on different properties, Properties, meeting with some clients, and then, you know, wash, rinse, repeat, do it again the next day.
1: <laughs> One caveat to the flexible schedule is that as an apartment locator, you work the hours that your clients or properties
2: are available. Noelle explains further. I would say that most apartment locators, at least tenured ones, do start their day kind of like any other nine to five, um, because that's typically when clients are excited to hear from you, maybe from the day before or from the weekend prior. Um, that's when properties are open. So if you're you know, making phone calls, scheduling tours, asking for uh, specific unit availability, you want to make sure you're up and at them when um, everyone else is running their businesses. Um, but I would say kind of start, you can start the day however you want to. I think that's one of the perks of being in this business is You truly get to dictate what your day looks like, how you run your business, and um, whether that's you know starting the day at 8 a.m. or starting it at noon, it's really up to you as long as you're taking care of your clients, right? So from my own experience, I love waking up early, kind of following up via text message with any clients that um, I needed to kind of continue our communication on with. I would follow up with um, clients who maybe I toured with the day before, or maybe um, I know they were waiting to submit an application to one of their favorite favorite options that we saw together. Um, I usually picked up a couple of new leads to add on to my business so that I can continue to have consistency in building on my pipeline. And then I typically would kind of in the middle of the day, start running searches for existing clients. So what a search looks like is basically um, you've already gotten to know your client. You've had some sort of initial conversation Um, at smart city. We call it discovery. So it's kind of like getting to know your client a little bit, figuring out what they like, what they don't like, Um, all the nitty gritty details of of their move coming up. And then you put together a hyper-personalized search of what they're looking for based off of your market knowledge and what they want. Um, And then I would send out those emails to my clients and then really wrap up the rest of my day just planning the following day or planning my week ahead to make sure that I had enough time to go on those tours, to schedule those tours and to um, continue on my communication with existing clients as well as picking up new ones.
1: Sounds pretty great, right? setting your work schedule however you want to set it. But before you can start your new career as an apartment locator and cash in these perks, you have to get your real estate certification.
4: You do have to be a licensed real estate agent through Trek. Um, So it took me about three months to get my license and you have to pass a national and state exam. So in order to be a locator, you have to hang your license with a brokerage, Mine's Smart City. That was pretty much the only thing that you absolutely had to have. there are definitely other skills that I would say are super necessary for sure.
2: Certain states have different levels of um, requirement when it comes to the apartment locator rule specifically. Um, For example, like if you're in Texas or California, you would just get the general real estate agent license Um, here in Chicago, in Illinois specifically, they have tiers. So to get into apartment locating, it's actually just a lower level. You don't have to do all the classes and hours that it typically would take in another state. So yeah, that's it. It's just a real estate license dependent on the rules and policies of the state that you would be. Actively working in. All right, you know what certification is necessary,
1: but what about those skills? Soft skills, hard skills, tech skills. Here are the skills that are crucial to thrive in this role.
4: So I would say that communication is the number one skill that you need. I do a lot of communicating over the phone, through text, through email, and then also being a little bit tech savvy helps. Sometimes I'll send clients a TikTok, an Instagram post, videos of a unit, try to FaceTime them if they're out of state. So just really knowing how to be hands-on and empathetic. There's a lot of times where, you know, someone will apply and they'll get denied and it's a real bummer and you kind of have to know how to navigate those situations. And then also knowing how to speak to different clients. So I have some clients who don't have great, speak great English. So, you know, really trying to let them know, hey, that's okay. Like, I want to work with you and we'll figure it out together. Or, you know, if you have a senior client who needs a 55 and up property, actually going with them, kind of walking them through the process, asking the questions and just trying to ease the process for everyone.
2: What's most crucial is honestly just soft skills of like being able to work with different types of people and um, being able to communicate with people from kind of all different sorts of backgrounds. Um, You don't really have to be like a tech wizard or you don't have to know Excel, you know, front and back to be successful in real estate. I really do think Um, People skills trumps everything else in this role. Does it help to be, you know, savvy in specific in specific parts of this role, like being able to understand your brokerages, platforms, and softwares? Of course, it does. But I think that comes with learning and experience as well. Um, But I think the main priority is just being able to work with people is extremely important because not only is Are you working with people every single day, but you are on a commission, right? And so, whereas, you know, an 18 year old can go work at a restaurant. And even though you hate working with people, you can put on a brave face every day and collect your tips and go home. Working in real estate, you have to really enjoy working with people because at the end of the day, you don't collect your tips and go home. It's all based off of commission. Right. So you genuinely have to have that passion of working with people, knowing that there are days where maybe you don't close a lease and there are days where maybe you have a very successful string of clients. But having to risk, I think, finances comes into play of the passion of, of working with human beings and like being able to like set aside certain feelings and things like that when you're dealing with different people. Every brokerage is going to have a little bit of a different platform or software in terms of like a CRM, um, how they distribute leads, how they um, process invoices. So I honestly don't think you need to have specific experience with one or another. Um, Like I said, I came from retail and hospitality. So I was really good at like micros and um, using like hospitality facing platforms. But um, I was able to pretty quickly pick up on my broker CRM, although we do have really great training as well. So I think if you are hesitant to rolling into an apartment locator role, I would definitely look into a brokerage or a company that offers training because um, I do think it makes it a lot easier to transition.
3: Organization is huge. So I can have anywhere from 15 to 35 clients that I am working with at one time. That's a lot of humans to keep track of. I keep really strong notes on each person. If they have a dog, I know their dog's name. Um, so, you know, utilizing the CRM, I know that I'm either going to be searching for that person today, I'm going to be touring, or I'm going to be gonging them, which is what we call it when we get a lease. Knowing the market, so market knowledge that can come from touring in person, you know, Googling things. I have a coworker that calls it napkin notes. So she'll just drive around town. And if she sees a new property, she jots it down in a napkin. So and then also you really need to know the legalities of the approval process. So that's part of my role as well is to be able to, um, you know, advise clients on the qualifications they're going to need to meet in order to get approved. At the end of the day, this is a sales role, like so many things in life. So I have some kind of cheesy sales sayings that I think uh, really, you know, play into this. So, you know, I often say benefits tell, emotions sell. So my client, maybe they want not wash their or dry or new unit. They want to be located in North Austin. They want a dog park. Cool. Those are the benefits. I can tell you about them. But if you're not emotionally invested and excited, you're probably not going to do it. So there's that. And I think, you know, the main thing I always try to do is make a friend first. People buy things from people they like. And they also buy things from people that are like them. So I want to get to know you as a human. I want to make that connection. How are we alike? And the other main thing is the ability to be flexible and adaptable. Because your schedule, your day can change on a dime. So can you stay positive and flow with it?
1: To recap, empathy, communication, market knowledge, and organizational skills are huge when it comes to apartment locating. The new year is a great time to focus on what's important to you. Whether it's saving money by ordering less takeout, learning to cook, or prioritizing your wellness, HelloFresh is here to help you with endless options to make cooking at home simple and enjoyable. HelloFresh delivers pre-portioned ingredients to your door, including farm fresh produce, that arrives within a week, so you get the convenience without skimping on quality. Skip the trip to the grocery store, saving you the wait and long checkout lines, and sure, you don't waste money on excess food. HelloFresh recipes are easy to follow and quick to make with steps and pictures to guide you along the way. And it's 30% cheaper than shopping at your local grocery store. They have some quick and easy meals, too. Personally, I love their 15 to 20-minute dinners, breakfast on the go, and the 10-minute lunches in the HelloFresh market. These meals save me when I have a busy workday, and I really like that the meals are filling and nutritious, too. HelloFresh offers 50 weekly recipes featuring a range of flavors, cuisines, and ingredients, so you'll never get bored. Try something new every week. With more extras than ever before, HelloFresh's selection of delicious add-ons is getting bigger and better every week, featuring quick breakfasts and lunches, proteins, savory sides, and crave-worthy desserts. Plus, there's something for everyone, including weekly low-calorie, vegetarian, and family-friendly recipes. Go to hellofresh.com slash Contessa16 and use code Contessa16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That's hellofresh.com slash Contessa16. Contessa is C-O-N-T-E-S-S-A and use code Contessa16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Now let's get back to the show. Speaking of people skills, when I asked our three locators how they measure success in their role, they were all pretty aligned. Success
3: equals happy customers. Personal and company, I think, are pretty much aligned. Um, so it's it's going to be overall revenue. And that takes into account number of leases. So for me, number of leases is almost more important than revenue because I'm here to help people. I'm here to serve people. So The number of people that I can find their new happy place, that means I'm doing well and the revenue will follow. You know, close rate comes into that as well. So how effectively am I utilizing my skills and my time with my clients? You know, I want a high close rate because I'm here to help you. And then another thing we are big on is your NPS score, your Google reviews so not are you just doing your job but are you going above and beyond you know and that definitely trickles into getting referrals being able to help even more people and then for me it's also helping my team so i'm currently about 2 months ago was put into a mentor role so that means when new people come into smart city, I kind of get to put them under under my wing for a bit and, you know, help them
4: thrive in their new role. I personally measure success by the amount of people who I have helped. So there are a ton of people who come in and need a place, but obviously you don't lease all of them. Some people decide not to move financially. They're not in the best spot. You know, there are many reasons why people decide to pull back, but Last year, I was so, so thankful to at least 200 clients, which was fantastic. Um, And the amount of people who turned to me after and were like, hey, I love where I live. Or some people even sent me pictures of their Christmas tree and said, you know, this is my first Christmas in my place. I couldn't have found it without you. So that's definitely how I measure my success because we truly do try to help people find a place to be themselves. And that's really cool.
2: I think the way I measure my success and the way that my company measures success is aligned and that's happy clients. Um, I think above anything else in our brokerage, if your clients are not happy, we didn't do our job. And so I can confidently say that like, When I hear that phone, when I get a phone call from a client saying like, oh, it's been a week since I moved in. I absolutely love it. Or I get a text message of people sending me pictures of like how they decorated their living room or their room. Like that's how I know like I did a good job and that's my favorite part of this role. And that's how I measure my success is I'm able to you know put people in places where they feel safe and they're happy and, and they get to call it home for however long they want to. So say
1: you're continuously hitting your measure for success. Happy clients left and right. What kind of career trajectory do apartment locators have? Is there a difference between an entry-level role versus a senior-level role?
4: Yeah. So, I mean, it really depends on, you know, what your plan is for sure. A lot of people will start an apartment locating then go into residential housing and kind of it takes off from there because most clients aren't going to rent an apartment for forever. So I think that apartments are a great place to start for your younger clients um, and a lot of mine have come back to me this year and said, "You know, hey, I'm ready to buy a house. You know, do you do that as well? And unfortunately, we don't. A few other people have gone into commercial real estate, which I've really thought about. That's a totally different realm of things, But I think that getting your foot in the door with real estate, the department locating is a great place because it's very, very quick and Smart City has an amazing training program.
2: Honestly, the entry level role is the apartment locator role for anyone that is interested in real estate in general. Um, what I've seen a lot of successful um, apartment locators do is they'll work in the locating realm for you know two, three years, really get a good build understanding of real estate, grow their network and then they bring those people that they helped move from apartment to apartment over to their first time buying a house, right? And so what I have seen as kind of like the typical trajectory is someone starts in real estate and they um, dip their toes in the pond of apartment locating, get a really good grip of what it's like to be an agent, what it's like to be in real estate without having the fear of, oh my God, if I don't sell a house in the next three months, I can't pay rent um, or I can't put food on the table. But with apartment locating, you are closing a lot more clients at a faster rate. Granted, the commission is a little bit smaller than selling a home or buying a home, but it's way more consistent and the volume is higher. So it's a really good, I think, peak of what it's like to be a real estate agent, um, working as a commission-only individual on a 1099 contract, um, and then kind of taking your experience and your network and then uh, moving on to a larger brokerage where maybe you can do buying and selling as well. In terms of growing with a brokerage. Um, I can speak from experience. There's lots of opportunity to grow, especially if you are with a brokerage that is newer and growing, or maybe a larger brokerage that has lots of opportunities all over the board. Um, but what I've seen a lot of really successful agents do is go into sales development roles, market leader roles. So essentially, you're a sales leader and you help support other agents in their success as, as an apartment locator. Now
1: the fun part how much do apartment locators make? Spoiler, if you put in the work, it can be a lot.
4: Yeah, so your first year, you're expected to make between 50 and 70, which is a fantastic starting salary, especially considering, like I said, you can travel and, you know, there's a lot of flexibility in it. I did do six figures last year, which was a huge, huge goal of mine. I came in, I was super determined. But with that, I worked really, really hard and a lot the market it's a lot different this year than it was last year cuz there's so many people moving here. Pricing shot up, availability is pretty slim. So, I'm interested to see how it will be this year. Um, but I would definitely say like if you put your head down and grind, you can make six figures, but you know, anything between 50 to 100 is a great spot to be in.
3: Again, it's it's 100% commission, you're an independent contractor. Um, so that's another tip I would give to people coming into this role is you're not going to see that commission right away so save some money um, because you're gonna need it to lean on for the first few months you know after that I will say it's like any other commission role you know how hard are you willing to work? How many new clients are you willing to take on and then you know how willing are you to reach out to managers, team members, mentors in order to improve, you know, so it's that constant self-reflection and just desire to, to improve. So, you know, I'll share a bit about just my journey. So, you know, came in, got a little bit of a slow start, but ramped up pretty quickly worked really hard to reach out to other people that I saw were doing well and just say, Hey, what are you doing? And then take it, adapt it, make it my own. So I started last January, so I just hit my year mark. I made 300 k in revenue in my first year, which is pretty dang good. Um, You know, and I worked really hard, but I also had a lot of fun, so it didn't feel like hard work. You know, be more excited than scared about 100% commission
2: and dive in headfirst. It does come with tenure and a lot of practice and a lot of hard work. I know agents who are extremely successful whatever that means to you but um, I know agents who are making well over two hundred plus thousand dollars a year Most agents when they start I think it looks closer to maybe 50 sixty thousand kind of depending on like when you're starting who your mentors are what company you're with um, me personally when I was an, uh, an apartment locator in Dallas Texas I was making somewhere around 80 to ninety thousand. Um, That did come with a lot of work. Right. So I didn't just work 40 hours um, a week. I definitely worked six to seven days a week. I was constantly answering um, text messages and phone calls from clients when they came in. And so there is a little bit of a give and take when it comes to work life balance in a role where you are 100 percent commission. You can make as much or as little money as you want. Um, especially if you work for a brokerage like mine where they don't cap your commission, right? So if you want to put in the work and you want to take care of people, you can make as much money as you want. But I do think there's a common misconception in real estate that you can kind of start and within like a couple of weeks, you're making big checks and you're living that like selling sunset lavish lifestyle. And that's absolutely not the case. There definitely comes a lot of ramping up in this role. And so even though I was making close to $80,000, $90,000 as an agent, it took me about four to six months to really feel like I was getting into the groove of things. I was getting my commission checks consistently. So if you're willing to put in the hard work and you genuinely want to help people, you can be successful and hit those high income numbers. Um, But I think most people start around like the 50 to 60 range.
1: All of our interviewees didn't have a background in real estate before starting their job. at smart city locating. If you're in a similar position and interested in transitioning into this
2: role, here are Noelle, Sarah, and Paige's best tips. Personally, I had zero background in real estate. I came from a world of hospitality and retail where I did a lot of management um, across the country for different companies. But the one thing that I knew I was able to transfer confidently into real estate was people. I think above anything else besides having a license and willing to take those classes and taking that test you have to love working with people because that's 100% your job every single day in this role. But yeah, I was um, in the middle of a pandemic, like a lot of people in this world, transitioning between different jobs, having like a mini mid-midlife crisis, figuring out what I needed to do next. And um, I thought, well, I love working with people. Um, I love sales. I'm going to try real estate. Um, luckily, back then, I was living in DFW, where, as a lot of people know, it's, it has been growing tremendously over the last 5, 10 years. And so it was kind of right place, right time. Um, I had seen smart city ads on Instagram a couple of times. I dug into it on LinkedIn, clicked apply, and the rest is kind of history. But I started as an apartment locator, and I absolutely loved it. I loved that I was able to take a lot of the skills that I I utilized in retail and hospitality and, and um, kind of trickle all that into my own process as, as an agent and running my own business. You know, you're
3: not going to get money right away. Um, so save some money up front. So I, before this, I was a senior sales manager. So I had that sales background. However, I had zero real estate experience so you know just figuring out how did my previous sales experience transfer into this and then not gonna lie the first few months i would be up till midnight 1am just figuring out how the crm'd work you know figuring out where properties are you know so really knowing you're going to need to work a bit more upfront just to learn things and gain that market knowledge and then start thinking about your pipeline before you get into the role so chances are you know people that are going to be looking for an apartment that already like you put the word out you know word of mouth is huge you know so I would say ask yourself a few things you know do you enjoy a fast-paced ever-changing environment is that somewhere you're going to thrive and then can you keep a really positive attitude because you know People need happiness in their life. They need a positive attitude. Moving is stressful. So can you show up and smile for them? You know, do you like learning about new properties? That's another question I would ask. And, you know, just do you see yourself thriving in ambiguity? And can you see that as endless opportunity versus a challenge? I came from the fitness industry
4: and it was very customer focused. So I would say that if you're looking to transition into the role, just ask a ton of questions, you know, reach out, see what different people are doing and really become an expert in your market. So in DFW, there are so many little pockets. So that was a big challenge in the beginning was just like learning the Fort Worth area, learning Addison, McKinney, Frisco. And you really do have to know what you're talking about because you're talking about where someone's going to be living, you know? So I would say explore a ton, ask as many questions as you can. And just do whatever you can to become as client-based. Customers always write no matter what. And a lot of times it's going to feel like they're not.
1: Let's talk about the job search process. Where does one find an apartment locating job?
3: So I would say, you know, this sounds super basic, but Google, you know, your city apartment locators. See what comes up. Check out their Google reviews go to their website word of mouth do you have friends that have used apartment locators who did they use did they have a good experience
2: nowadays i would really recommend people kind of basing it on the specific location that they're in so like if i live in a specific city go on instagram go on you know google of course but like look for brokerages specific to your city um and then i highly recommend following them on instagram tiktok Twitter, whatever they have, because I think you can gain a lot of information of what apartment locating looks like and what the market looks like based off of what people are posting from their companies. Uh, For example, at Smart City, all of our cities have Instagram pages where we post like featured deals, we do negotiated deals. And so it's really great it's a really great resource, not only for clients, but for anyone who's interested in joining, because you can see like how much rent is costing, like what sort of property partners that we're working with. But I think if you just looked up like apartment locator or like rental, uh, excuse me, leasing real estate agent, that might help as well. But I really think like, because it's still kind of a new up and coming industry that not everyone knows about, I think. You know, going to social media can be super, super helpful.
4: A lot of places don't have apartment locators. For instance, my hometown, we don't have locators in North Carolina. So when I told a lot of my friends about what I was doing, they were like, is that a scam? Is that really a thing? And I was like, yes. And mainly it comes off that way because it is totally free to the client. Um, So the apartments pay us out of their marketing and advertising budget. So a lot of people think, oh, I'm going to have to pay at the end or there's going to be, you know, some fee, but there truly is not a fee at all. We actually save clients money because we have a concierge service. Um, They reach out after the client's been approved and we have discounted rates with things like movers, runners, insurance, Internet, cable, electricity, all that good stuff. Um, It can be hard to set up on your own. But as far as getting a job, I would say just type in your city and apartment locator would probably be the best route to go. I know that a lot of big cities have them. We've opened several markets. um, So you can always type smart city and see if there are openings we've been hiring for a while. And I know that, you know, that will start to slow down as we get into the slower times of the year. But I definitely recommend the job for anyone. It's a really, it's a great position to be in, especially if you're trying to dip your feet in the water of real estate.
1: And if you're interested in learning more about what it's like to work specifically at Smart City, here's some insight from Sarah Noel and Paige about what they love about Smart City and how it stacks up to other brokerages.
3: It's just been so fun. So I can't say enough good things about our CEO. She is so motivating. She's so involved. I can reach out to her at any time and she'll reply so she definitely is here to to serve her agents first to make sure we're happy to make sure we're really doing a great job you know reputation is everything so she wants to make sure we're supported and and thriving in our roles and my pay has been great my team has been great i have also won so many prizes over the past year just for doing a good job like it's insane so love it.
2: I couldn't predict how much I loved being an agent for Smart City. Um, And I really do believe that the reason why I have such a positive outlook on this industry is because of the company that I work for. Um, I've heard a lot of things from different agents in different markets where they have maybe left and come back, or they're coming from other brokerages where Smart City is just unparalleled to to other to other brokerages. And um, I think a lot of it comes down to two things, and it's people and it's training. Um, I think we take way more time than most to make sure that anyone joining our brokerage is fully trained. We don't care where you come from. I think some of the best agents in this company used to be like teachers and bartenders. Like it really doesn't matter where. You come from as long as you're willing to learn, Um, and we're willing to train. And so, I think our training program is just so phenomenal. Where we have you know, previous agents, current agents all chime into our training program, it's a week long for all new agents. Where you learn how to talk to clients, Um, we do a lot of role playing on phone calls and text messages. We teach our agents how to run a search touring etiquette, like what to say, what not to say on tours. And so I think we take a lot of time. um, We invest a lot of time in new hires to make sure that they feel like they're confident and they're prepared to go out into the world and start building their own business. But I also think people is such a huge part of our success because because we don't care where you come from, right? We are... um, One of our mottos at SMART city is finding people a place to be themselves. And while I think that that's something that we practice every day when it comes to taking care of clients, it's definitely something that we practice when it comes to our people as well. Um, we have you know, agents, sales leaders, even our W-2 employees come from all walks of life all over the country. Different backgrounds. And I think that because we can comfortably celebrate who we are every day at work and not have to worry about being ourselves at work, we're able to really translate that into the work that we do professionally with our clients.
4: I have not worked for any other brokerages, so I can't really speak for them. But what I can say is Smart City has treated me so well. Um, If I ever have any questions or concerns, I know that I can take it to the higher ups and that my voice will truly be heard. We've had several meetings where you know the ceo and president will send us a follow up email after and say here's what we're going to do to address those concerns and i think that that's really really admirable in such a big company in addition to that they're always changing things and altering things to make agents happier which i 110% appreciate and they're just vulnerable they tell us where the company is what we need to work on what we're doing well with um, they're very transparent with the numbers and I think that's hard to come by, especially in a company that's growing so quickly.
1: So you've got your certification and sharpened your interpersonal skills, found the brokerage you want to work for, and now it's time for the job interview. Here's what you can expect at an apartment locator job interview.
4: I applied and the following day I got an interview. It was over Zoom because it was during COVID. then... I think as soon as I interviewed the following day, I got the position and then I jumped right into getting my license. I was still working full-time while getting my license, which was really difficult. It was through the holidays too. So it was, it was really, really hard to juggle so many different things. But a non-typical thing that I would tell someone is really look around you and figure out like what would how do you sell your current place? Because part of this role is being a salesperson which I know the apartment locator doesn't sound super salesy, but you do. You have to be able to sell different complexes and really help people see the things that they wouldn't see on their own, you know? So if someone really likes to walk, put them by a trail. That's something they might not consider. Or, you know, someone without a car, you need to make sure that they're near grocery stores, and you know if there's an on-site market, that's going to be a big selling point for them as well.
2: Every brokerage probably interviews a little, a little differently. When I started at Smart City, I had a smit. Um, it was like a thirty-second video recording of myself was really intimidating. Um, and then I also had to submit like a little description, um, pretending that I was trying to sell like a property to someone. And then after that, um, I was screened, of course. And then I got pushed over to the phone screening, pro- uh, the phone screening step. Um, and then after the phone screen, I did a like 45 hour long interview with one of the sales managers. Um, I think we've kind of tweaked it since then. But um, if I could give any like insight on like what we ask in these processes, I think a lot of it is like situational and behavioral as well. So we ask a lot of questions like um, in whatever, you know, previous role that you've been in, how have you tackled having to do multiple things at once, right? Or how have you had to, you know... Practice like conflict resolution. One question that I love asking is, when have you had to tell someone like deliver bad news, and like, are you comfortable doing that? Um, because in this role, you're going to have people asking for the moon and the stars with a uh, a much smaller budget than is necessary, and like having to set market expectations and, um, you know, telling delivering, you know, maybe not great news to your clients while still making them feel like they can trust you and that you're on their side is really important, but Um, Yeah, I think a lot of the questions that we ask specifically is a lot of just background questions of where these applicants are coming from, what experiences they have, and whether or not they can translate that into the role of an apartment locator.
3: With Smart City, it was pretty casual. You know, that's how how Smart City rolls. Basically, they just want to know, you know, are you a good person? Are you going to bring in a good attitude? One thing I'm quite sure they're looking for is a self-starter. You know, so again, you are, you're an independent contractor. So how well can you motivate yourself and hold yourself accountable? You do have a team, but at the end of the day, it's on you. You know, you get to write your own paycheck. So, you know, with any role, I always say research the company, come prepared with some questions for them and get your elevator pitch ready and know your why. Why do you want to be here? And why would you be a good fit? And what assets are you going to bring? I would say main thing is you need to enjoy working with people.
1: And by the way, you don't have to get your certification to get to the job interview phase. Paige explains further.
4: Actually, 80% of our locators come in and don't have their real estate license. So our recruiters will work with you, tell you the best place to get your license, and then they'll set your start date out for X amount of months. And then from there, you'll go through a week of training with the training team at Smart City. And then the following week, you take your first leads and kind of hit the ground running. I think the best way to really learn how to do this job is to dive in head first, which can sound intimidating. But there's so many one-off situations that happen. And I mean, still, I've been here for a year and I'm asking questions every single day because I truly don't think that there's a way to master this job.
1: So to summarize, prepare for the job interview by practicing some behavioral-based interview questions and nailing your personal pitch. By the way, we have a great free downloadable resource at Career Contessa called the Job Interview Flashcards, which will help you prepare for 31 common and uncommon job interview questions. I'll link to it in the show notes. All right, so we've come to my final question for the locators. Any apartment locator resources they would
2: recommend? Here's what they said. I still strongly believe that social media is probably the best resource right now. Um, I hope that maybe in like the next two, three, four, five years, um, apartment locating will become a much larger and, uh, and more well known job to where we will have, you know, blogs and resources for people to go to. But I think right now, I think it's really important to understand the market that you are interested in. So if you're in Dallas or Chicago or Denver, like make sure you're following um, all of the brokerages in your area and really understanding like what they're doing day to day. And then going as far as following the agents that work for those brokerages. One thing that I love that Smart City has really given confidence into our agents is like having a social media media presence um, with the backing of Smart City, right? So a lot of our agents at Smart City are actually now generating business just through social media alone. Um, They'll do a lot of TikToks, a lot of Instagram posts where they're, you know, educating people on what apartment locating is, what it's like to work with an apartment locator. And I think that that more than anything, like someone who's doing it day in and day out is the best resource you could possibly uh, look for. Um, And so I would highly recommend, you know, following specific agents that work in the market that you're interested in, because a lot of them do share like their tips and tricks of like what it's like to be a locator in that specific city that you might be curious about. I
3: do look at other apartment locating companies in Austin. I check out their IG and I'm like, what are they promoting? What are they doing? Um, You know, and obviously we have our own IG as well. Um, And then once you're in the role, so we do have a search engine that we use for locators. And so that gives us, you know, up to date info on properties. What are they paying for commission? Do, do they have availability? So checking out their websites. Um, different areas around Austin. I'll say once you're in the role, my team is a really great asset as well. So always leaning on them for ideas. Yeah. So Smart City
4: has a great Instagram, great TikTok. I would say, especially if you're interested in working in the BFW area, that's a great way to get familiar with the different parts of town. And then on our website, we actually have the neighborhood breakdown. And then If you're working to interview or trying to get your license in the process, I would drive around town. My husband and I used to every single weekend, we'd go to a different part of town. We'd eat at a different restaurant. And I'd point out the different complexes. Occasionally I'd run in and tour them on my own because really knowing the inside and out is very, very important. It's hard to sell something you've never seen. So I would definitely use different real estate sites. There aren't any really real estate blogs that I personally follow but I do try to listen to several different podcasts just on finances and the way the market is.
1: So there you have it. You now know what it takes to become an apartment locator. If you want to learn more about Smart City, we've linked to their social media and website in the show notes. And let us know if you're liking these How to Become episodes. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let me know what role I should cover next. And if you're interested in getting some personalized career guidance, Career Contessa offers a career coaching service where you can work with a trusted, pre-vetted career coach who provides the specific support for your need. Each 50-minute coaching session gives you the option to connect via phone or video at affordable prices without long-term commitments.